This week on the Hit the Light podcast, we're delivering the goods with part three of Judas Priest. The Hit the Light podcast featuring Big Frog and Michael Castleberry is on the air. Covering classic metal and comedy from San Diego, California. So now sit tight and hit the light. The Hit the Light podcast is recorded live and uncensored. Big Frog in particular is not politically correct, so please don't be offended. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Hit the Light podcast with me, Big Frog. And me, Mike Castleberry. And we are on part three of Judas Priest. All right. On this one, we're going to talk about the albums and songs that we like. Before we get into that, because I don't think Firepower is going to be on our top albums. Uh-huh. But I've been listening to it a lot lately, and it's a pretty kick-ass record. So, uh, spoiler alert, I was actually going to pick that one <laughs> as one of my favorites. <laughs> Holy shit. I'll get into it later, okay. but you're probably going to say all the shit I wanted to say, but uh, might as well get that out of the way. It doesn't have the the hits. Right. You know, that are ingrained in you. But uh, I did want to talk about that album mm-hmm. as one of my favorites because it fucking sounds great. Right. Um, there's not a bad song on it. Right. It's just like, it kicks ass, dude. It's mm-hmm. a fucking kick-ass record. If right. this came out in the mid-80s, like, people would be fucking... All about it. Jamming firepower. Fuck yeah. You know, and, if that and, came out after... If, that, if this album came out right after... Um, Right after Defenders of the Faith. Defenders of the Faith. <laughs> instead yeah. of Turbo, people are like, fuck exactly. yeah. Yeah, exactly. If it came out right after Painkiller, mm-hmm. people are like, oh, this is a fucking great follow-up. Yep. Like, there's there's not a bad thing to say about it. It sounds yeah. great. Uh, Rob's voice sounds great on it. Mm-hmm. Um, the, you know, Richie, uh, was it Richie Faulkner? Yeah. Yeah, he's fucking... Tears it up. He tears it up on it. Mm-hmm. Um Glenn Tipton is kicking ass on it yep. with his shit. That's I'm glad he's in the studio. For yeah, stuff. for sure. So he's still it's still he it still has his personality yeah. in it. Yeah, for sure. So you got those solos from him on it that mm-hmm. you know would be lacking otherwise. Right. So um, right. And one thing the the thing that I was gonna say about it is that out of, out of the bands that we cover, uh, that we've covered. Yeah. Priest is one of the ones who, I mean, it sucks because, you know, the personnel is kind of breaking down or going away. Yeah. But but they're like one of the only bands that's really doing new, relevant, good shit still. Yeah. Yeah. Because like an Iron Maiden. Yeah. And, you know, Metallica. But Metallica's a lot younger. So aside, <laughs> they're the only ones aside from the several... Yeah, so, you know, but I mean, but of the old dudes, I mean, you know, because obviously, I mean, Sabbath hadn't done anything relevant for a long time. Yeah, and then 13 you know, was yeah, all right. Yeah, and it, but it seemed, it that, you know, I don't know, it kind of seemed like, well, we, we have an order for this album. Yeah. So we're going to make it, you know. And, yeah. And it seemed a little derivative of its own albums. Like, there's riffs on it that sounded like Hole in the Sky. Right. Yeah. You know, um, uh, like, the opening track sounded a lot like Black Sabbath. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The lyrics were kind of fucking, uh, you know, I don't know. Like you say, kind of borrowed from their old shit, you know? They had... um, Not that it was bad. No, it was was fine. It wasn't the greatest album I ever heard. It's not the worst. Um what else on there? They'd had a song that kind of had a very... It was kind of like a Planet Caravan callback. Mm-hmm. Had a very similar sound right down to the vocal effects, mm-hmm. you know? So. Yeah. So, um, basically, like, for me, Priest is one of those, uh, one of those bands that, like, if you got the greatest hits or whatever... You're probably doing better than most of the individual albums because most of the albums have some clunkers on. Them, yeah, you know, and either be it because they were kind of old-fashioned songs or whatever, or or um, or they or they were corny in some way. Yeah, you know, like some corny choruses or some you know funny shit. But um, I'll let you go first. What's well, your... Well, actually, I wanted to go with um, 
some corrections first. Oh, okay. So if you recall, I think it was on the first episode of Judas Priest we did, uh-huh. you asked me who I thought should be inducted in the Hall of Fame with Judas Priest. Right. Um, if uh, if they ever got in. Right. And uh, you kind of threw out there, oh, it can't be Dave Holland. And yeah. I was like, oh, it should be anybody that played on those records. Right. That was before I knew about the part where you like fucked kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I don't want to be like on record as like the guy that's the like advocate, the advocate of ch- the child molester. <laughs> right. So uh, I'm gonna have to say he right. is no longer uh, allowed yeah. to be inducted. He's dead now. So. Oh okay. I don't know if you knew that. No, I didn't. I, I know didn't. that he denied it to like pretty much to the end. He denied even it. when he's in prison. Yeah. So you know. No, but he uh, died in January of 2018. Yeah. See, nobody even mentioned it. You know, like, you know, uh, because, like I say, no cause of death was revealed, but well. the newspaper stated he was already cremated. Uh, and he, the management of the band Trapeze confirmed that he was dead. So that was the band that he had played in. Um, With Glenn Hughes, right? Was yeah, Glenn before. Hughes, uh, before Judas Priest. So yeah. Judas Priest didn't even release a statement on it. Well, no, he was. You no, know, it looks like he was with uh, Trapeze from '69 to '79, and Priest from I don't know, from '70. Yeah, so yeah, that was right yeah. before. So. Yeah, yeah, and I, you know what? I've never heard Trapeze. Uh, like, I bet you never will. Yeah, pro- probably will. <laughs> you're gonna forget to look that shit up, <laughs> and then you're gonna be like, yeah. Wow. And then there's no way you can listen to it now. You know what would be the way, the best way for me to do it would be to find some live video and then watch yeah. it as if I just walked it. See, that's what I do. Like with bands, I don't know. I'll watch like a concert video and I'll act like I just walked into a fucking some club and this band's yeah. playing. What do like, I think oh, of it? these guys are pretty sick. Yeah, they're all right. Yeah. So that was my first correction okay. I wanted to make. I didn't want to be the advocate of the child molester right. on accident. I should have asked why you seemed so hesitant to have him in before. Yeah. I thought because before it I just wasn't thought, just the thin tie. Yeah, I, th- <laughs> I thought you just thought he was a whack ass drummer. No, no. Um, and the other one is we lean pretty heavily into uh, how live Unleashed in the East is. Right. And then... Uh, as it turns out. As it turns out, uh, Halford re-recorded his vocals for that mm-hmm. in a live atmosphere. Yeah. So it sounds like he, you know, they played the songs in the studio and they recorded them. Like, they didn't do multiple, t- you know. Right. Sing this part over and over again. Right. But I guess it was like too low in the mix or yeah, something. You couldn't it was really hear the, the original recording, the vocals were yeah. not loud enough. According to him, all the instrumentals are, are loud. Are as is, yeah. And those are sick as fuck. Right, so right. I'm okay with that. But yeah, and, like, you, and you know that you know that in the live, in the actual live thing that he did it sick. Yeah. You know, so it's not like... Yeah, but, I mean, that know. was his prime vocal Right, live, yeah. So there's so, no way it sounded shitty. Right, um, so there you go. Even now, he knows when to use it. Um, he's definitely degraded, but he can still bust out mm-hmm. the screams when he needs to. Yeah, he's got a certain amount of them in the tank, I think. I've actually found in some ways, his like the way he's had to adapt his delivery, mm-hmm. um, in some ways it almost amplifies the songs. like Because it's like before, it was like this you know, high... High voice dude right. prancing around. Yeah. Like you said, he's like this dungeon master looking yeah. motherfucker, except for that purple outfit right. he's wearing. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, and he's kicking the dude's the king, yeah. Uh, yeah. phone. But you got this like old, gnarly looking, like fucking mummy looking thing yeah. up there. Because he's fucking weird looking. He is. He looks like, like Nosferatu. And he always was. He went from one different weird look to a different weird yeah, look. Yeah, but no, he looks like he. No, but the thing is, is before he looked weird, but he looked like a person, and now he's like weird looking and looks like he might be like a quarter goblin or yeah, something. Yeah, something. He's, he's bizarre looking. <laughs> like. Yeah. So when you have that, and you know, it's like, I'm made of metal. Yeah. And it, just, it just seems like this creepy, like. Like an oracle or something yeah, that like, you go visit in the mountain. Yeah. Lives in the mountain. It's like this weird <laughs> heavy metal goblin now yeah. that kind of almost like amplifies the whole thing. Anyway, um, that's just a couple things I wanted to get out of the way there. Well, that uh, good. Because I accidentally endorsed a child molester. Right. So you set the record straight on that. Yeah. It's not been a good couple weeks for me as far as re- some of the shit on <laughs> recording. <laughs> uh, 
uh, doing it live-ish. Um, live-ish, yeah. So yeah, that it's kind of funny though. You bring it up, uh, firepower. Kind of cut the cut my legs. Cut your oh, wow, yeah, because I, I didn't see you going there. I you know because here's the thing, it's super easy. Like what I I kind of felt like there. What more is there to say about British Steel? What more mm-hmm. is there to say? About screaming for vengeance, mm-hmm. you know, uh, what's what more there to say about defenders of the faith? Right. So it's like everything that you know, everybody knows those are like their sick ass, like some of their best albums. I figured Firepower, the brand new one, mm-hmm. talk about that. That's different, you know, and yeah. that is cool because people should listen to it. People should listen, and pre- honestly, they haven't done anything whack since Rob rejoined the band, right? Um, Angel of Retribution is a great album. Um, I didn't listen to uh, uh, the their concept album much after that. Uh, yeah. Uh, you, you know, a concept album is a hard sell, man. I don't like them very much. You know? You know I like, you know, it was cool with uh, 2112, you know. Yeah. But, but then again, 2112 is one side. And then the other side has songs. Yeah. So if you don't, if you didn't like the concept, yeah, you can listen to like Passage to Bangkok. Right. Exactly. But stuff like, um, hang on, let me. Nostradamus. Mm -hmm. It's a fucking double album and it's Mm -hmm. all concept. Right. So it's this long ass record that, you know, if you're not digging on the concept, you're going to get bored. Like, this, from what I listen to, the, the songs are good. Yeah. But here's my problem with uh, concept albums. But most of the time nowadays, you know, I'm I'm pushing for you. So I'm mm-hmm. not fucking sitting around getting stoned listening to my records. Right. Like, I'm listening to music and shit, like, when I'm at work because mm-hmm. I need data entry. So I can just, like, listen to stuff in the background mm-hmm. and you know, re- replay a song if it catches my ear mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I don't want to have to try to fucking pay attention. Get all to into a, the depth. Yeah, to a fucking storyline right. that you're trying to get across on a record. Right. So because of that, I wasn't super big on Nostradamus. But then Redeemer of Souls is really good. Yeah. But Firepower, I think it's their best album they've done since Painkiller. Right, I think so. Easily. Yeah. Um, and I would put it, you know, if you take... They're, you know, once they're a full-blown metal band, yeah. Um, you put it on its own against any of those older albums. Um, I wouldn't put it higher than like Screaming for Vengeance no. or anything like that, but it would be like pretty fucking close. Yeah, it's up there because you know, you know, and that's and that's with the limited amount of listens. You know, yeah. you haven't li- you haven't heard it fifty times or you yeah. know hundred, and and it most of the time as you listen to it more, you like it more. Yeah. So yeah, that that that's the same thing for me. The for more, yeah. Having listened to it just only a few times, I really dig it. Yeah. The more I listen to it, the more I like it. Yeah. yeah. And um, and I'm usually one of those guys with the, the exception of a couple bands, like when they come out with newer records, I don't mm. listen to them too much. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm. mm-hmm. yeah. Like, that's the thing is I, I like Iron Maiden, but I haven't listened to an Iron Maiden album, like a new one, right. all the way through and forever. Right. Like, it's just like, they're cool, but it's like, mm. Yeah, you know, and I felt that way too. Um, and then uh, I think it was A Matter of Life and Death came out, and mm-hmm. I fucking dug it. You know, and I was just like, "Maiden's back." You know, yeah. like in my and what and what I found out was that for a lot of people, Maiden never, never left. Yeah. You know, so that so there was no Maiden's back. Yeah. You know, that was just more in my head. Yeah. You know, but to me, Maiden was back, and since then, I've given each of their albums, and they're gonna uh, come out with a new album yeah. soon. And I'll be all over that too. Well, I, I mean, you got to factor in though. I mean, Maiden's back. They they was a bit of there was a fall off there right before Bruce left. Right. The albums were starting to get kind of weak, and yeah. then he left the band, and then they brought in Blaze, and, and that was and those, whack. Those albums sucked. Yeah. And then he finally came back. Yeah. And I think for a lot of people, at once. He was back in the band. Then Maiden was back. Well, Maiden was back, and then I think for people like you, maybe, it's like, oh, cool, Bruce is back in the band. Right. Um, don't play any of that new shit live, please. It's, yeah. It's like, 
cool, they're a tribute act now. Yeah, that is that is what it was. And and was what was funny is that we went and saw Maiden. Uh, I mean, I've seen them every every year for the last oh no ten years. And um, we went like the first time, and it was kick ass. And then we went the next time, and then they played the album that had came out. And, you know, I dug it, but it wasn't the same, yeah. you know, and a lot of people that went with us were disappointed. You know? Well, yeah, if you go and see your favorite band, and maybe, for you, you see them all the time. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's someone that's never seen them before. Mm-hmm. And then they don't play like none of the hits. For yeah, the most that, part. that would be whack. You're gonna be like, "Fuck, man! Yeah. I didn't buy this one." Like, yeah, like so. It's gonna be sick because they're gonna play. They're gonna sound good live. Mm-hmm. Everything's gonna be cool, mm-hmm. but you're not gonna have that attachment, right? And it's like for me when I saw Motorhead. Um, they played a bunch of shit I didn't know. Mm-hmm. But it's Motorhead, so it all kind of sounds the same. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. You're still just in the front row, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the same way I feel about Motorhead. The same way I feel about Slayer. But, you know, I've you know. seen Slayer like 10 times, and I couldn't tell you anything about any of them other than yeah. it was Slayer. You yeah. Know? Um, which is great, you know, because it didn't suck. I mean, it was fucking, yeah. it was rad. It's just not very different from the last time. You know, especially, I mean, they don't even, they don't have a stage show to speak of. They fucking stand in this fucking same spots and fucking, you yeah. know, and, and that's it. You yep. know, but but it's badass. It's fucking Slayer. Yeah. All right. So since I since I uh, messed up one of yours that we already <laughs> talked about, I'll go ahead and and uh, go with mine that we already talked about, which is at least in the East. Okay. It's is one of my favorites, and and uh, the reason that it is is because, in a sense, it is like the greatest hits record for the first yeah. however many. Right and um, and the updated versions and all that. So like for the sinner, for the ripper, for Green Man Alishi, for Diamonds and Rust, for Victim of Changes, Jet, those are my favorite versions of all those songs. Oh yeah, you know. So that that puts the album right there for me. Yeah, you know. Oh, it does the same thing that Kiss did, where um, once you have Kiss Alive one and two. Yeah. You kind of don't fucking need to listen to the records. Really don't. Ever. Because there's not... We, we talked about that when we did however many episodes yeah. of Kiss, but there's not a lot of deep cuts. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. Know? you know? When, you know when it's useful? When when those albums are useful? is If you're trying to learn the songs. Yeah. You know? Because then you can hear like, oh, like Christine 16, the chorus. da 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 It's very clear. Yeah. The, all the, you know, the... It's like, oh, okay, it, that that makes it easier, yeah. you know. But yeah, you're right for for just for cranking them. Yeah, yeah. The the live is better, you know. And that's not true of, of other bands. No, just these actually, bands. It's almost even with that those per, just those particular songs because their live album they did in the '80s. It's still good, mm-hmm. but the sound on that isn't as good as right. The East. Yeah, it's, there's a lot of you know a lot of crowd noise in it. Yeah, which I love. I, that's one yeah. of the things that I hated about Live Evil was that there's that, <sighs> that little muted ass crowd noise. That, it uh, didn't give it no fucking like. Yeah, you know, it tells me they didn't mic up the crowd. Right, or it was all through the uh, yeah. microphone. Cause or, my, or Dio turned the crowd down. Yeah, because like my. Uh, well, it's like when I did my. I finally got a good live video of my stand up. Um, in the I I. Got the soundboard mm. uh, audio no. on that, and uh, the downside of having the soundboard audio sounds like nobody's laughing. Yeah, <laughs> the laughter is really muted. Yeah, like what's he waiting for? <laughs> you can hear it. Yeah, but it's you can tell it's just picking up what gets picked up on the microphone. Exactly. Yeah, which nah, I mean, you know, the crap. Like I think that the um, the concert audio, the concert audio and the concert video or whatever should like the point of it should be like to capture the concert atmosphere yeah. you know and part of the concert atmosphere is the crowd 
You yeah. know what I mean? So that should be <clears throat> there. I like it in the concert video when they show the crowd, you know? Yeah. And it's just like, damn, look at this. How these motherfuckers looked in the 70s. This yeah. How they looked in the 80s. And, yeah. You know, whatever. Um, speaking of which, we were watching, I uh, showed you that uh, heavy metal parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> and I, that shit made me laugh when I first saw it because, like, first of all, I don't know, like, how how long they recorded to edit it down to that 15 minutes. Yeah, they found the worst people. They got some characters, boy, yeah. on that thing. The 20-year-old dude with the 13-year-old girlfriend. Yeah. And they just say it like that. Like it's, it's like, no yeah, deal. I'm all like, it's yeah. like, I'm so-and-so, yeah, I'm 20, 20 years old. And like, it's, it's, so, it's like, I'm 13. I'm 13. And, and then, then they, they kiss. Make, yeah, they yeah. make out. And I'm like, ugh. Oh, wow. Gross. Yeah. And then there's a dude. Like, I wouldn't have fucking known that girl was 13. Oh, no, she didn't look 13. She's, she, she looked a, like 16 or something. She, she like was that. 13 with some years on her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it ain't the years, it's the mileage. Right. Yeah, for sure. And I wonder what people think of that, like, now. If people, it wasn't even him. cool then. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it was cool then. But definitely, I mean, now it would be like, this fucking guy yeah. came, you know. But uh, but there was, other, there was like, the, the dude who is, like, kind of dressed like he was on stage. <laughs> he had some black and white, uh, yeah. whatever. Um, there, was, uh, there was the chick who was, like, she, like, what would you do if you saw Rob Halford right now? I'd, I'd jump his bones. Jump his bones. <laughs> so she she didn't know. She wasn't, yeah. But then later on, there was a dude who's like, yeah, Jewish priest rocks. Well, Rob Halford, I don't know about him. But the rest of the guys, they rock. You know, <laughs> he's just like, so he was thinking, you know. My favorite was the guy that looked like a, he looked like the tweaker that w- hangs out at like the parking lot of a 7-Eleven, like yeah. singing like Living After Midnight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, there was some, there and was some good ones. And his buddy with him that kind of looked like Chris Jericho. Like. Yeah, but the the funny thing is, like you said, it, it didn't do Metalheads any favors. Mm-hmm. That that thing, and that was recorded with. Yeah, I tell you what, when you see stuff like that, you can kind of tell there's an agenda. Yeah, they're not like when they recorded a Trump rally or something. Yeah, and they're like, trying to find the stupidest motherfuckers. Yeah, they're not trying to like portray it as like ah oh, metal. Is, yeah, look at all the cool people that listen to metal. Experts. It's all like look at these, Look at these fucking degenerates. Yeah. Like it's definitely like they picked like the worst representatives. Yeah. Where you got like the chick with no shoes on, yeah. like being like, "Want to see my scabs?" Like yeah. it's like no, every bitch on that was nasty. Yeah. Every dude looked like he was a fucking meth head. Like yeah. they picked the worst of the worst. Right. So, there's a and that reason. was in Maryland or something, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, yeah. if they would have done it here on that same tour. It would have been way cooler. Yeah. But you would have still had your, your loser character. Oh, you'd have too, the dudes you know? from Lakeside coming out. Yeah. But uh but it one of the things that, that uh that I love about those things that you know, I mean, you see the people. Yeah. And so you know they didn't have like really like no cash or nothing, you know, yeah. like whatever. But those they had badass cars. Yeah. You know, like, those cars today would be fucking sick to have. Yeah, everybody, uh, you know, they they don't have cash on hand, but they got a Camaro. Yeah, they got a Camaro. Yeah, there was a bunch of Camaros, a couple of GTOs. Yeah. Fuck yeah, and man. They spent their money on what they, they felt was important. Yeah, concerts and cars. Yeah. And 13-year-old girls. My favorite, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you can't get a 13-year-old girl without a cool car. Right. Uh I did like when they asked the dudes like, "Hey, where are all your? Uh, how many people are here without your girlfriends?" And they're like, "Yeah." yeah. And it's like, "Why? How come you're? Uh, well, why? Why aren't your girlfriends here? Why yeah. not?" He was like probably the only like decent, intelligent-sounding person in yeah. like the entire thing. It was like, "She doesn't like Jewish priests." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then another guy's like, "Cause they're pussies." Yeah. It's like, "Really gonna call your girlfriend a pussy?" Right. <laughs> Like, did you miss the first part of yeah. that question and just like locked in on why someone's not at the priest show? It was funny too because um, they're like, because I guess Dokken was opening. Yeah. So they're like, what do you think of Dokken? Oh, I suck. And the chicks are like, yeah. Dokken. The chicks are like, Dokken's cool. Yeah. Dokken's kind of funny. Yeah, guy. but that's how it was. Like, you know, it was like, unless you were a guitar player. There's no reason for you to like Dockin. Yeah. You know, I gave but, it a shot a, a couple of days ago because I never listened to him much. Yeah. And I was like, nope. See, Dockin is about uh, George Lynch and his tone mm-hmm. and some of the notes that he plays and some of the runs that he does. And that's it. Basically, yeah. it's, you know, there's no other. For me, I mean, 
I guess, you know, I guess the songs are catchy if you're into that sort of thing, but yeah, yeah. no. So, I was a George Lynch fan more than a Dawkins fan. Did you have more uh, records you want to talk yeah, about? Yeah, and jumping into the songs. The other one, the other one, obviously is uh, is screaming for vengeance yeah. for me, and uh, and the and the reason for for that is um, more because of like the depth of the record, you know. Other than you know another thing coming, obviously, yeah. which is which is the you know anthem of the album. But it's not among my top songs somehow. Um, but like they, you know, some of the other songs like uh, "Devil's Child" or yeah. "Take These Chains." I like all those songs. Like, oh yeah, there's you know, that's you know, when you said earlier that you know, <clears throat> you can generally get away with the greatest hits for Priest, and they do have like that, um, like the Essential Judas Priest compilation that mm -hmm. I showed you, and that has a f pretty fucking excellent selection from all their eras up and it goes up until redeemer of souls okay um like it has dragon knot on there and shit like that it obviously it skips you know ripper but um you know where you say you know you can, you can get a record it's gonna have some clunkers on it uh screaming for vengeance has no fucking clunkers right right um, and also the you know what the funniest thing is that it like I was just like, what's the name of that song? What's the name of that song? And I couldn't like get it. It was like, oh yeah, that song is called Screaming for Vengeance. <laughs> Yo, but you're like yeah. coming in here, yeah. screaming, screaming for yeah. donuts. Yeah, like, it's but but that's a badass song. Electric Eyes, a badass song. Riding on the Winds, a badass song. Yeah. Can you know, we the, talk about something that bothers me about this record? Mm. Um, you know, the Hellion. That's yeah, the, that's the intro to fucking Electric Eye. Right. Um, if you've ever had like um, just a metal mix going on, uh -huh. it fucking bothers me that it's two separate tracks. Oh yeah. So sometimes you'll get just that. Yeah. And then I'll go into something else. Oh, you know what? I, I mean, it bugs me to this. Well, I mean, obviously it won't happen anymore, but they did it all the way to the end, and I never understood why fucking. E5150 or EV150, whatever the fuck, yeah. should go into the mob rules. Yeah. Always. That's the way they that's the way they did it. It goes perfect. That yeah. and then da, 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 da. but like you said, if you get it on a CD or something where it plays random, it won't do that. Yeah. And many times Sabbath didn't play it that way live. Yeah. Which, I mean, if you're not going to do that intro to Mob Rules, there's no real reason to even play it. Yeah. You know? I mean, what the fuck is it anyways? Yeah. It's, it's keyboards and bass, kind of? Or? Yeah. I mean, they would do that as like their concert intro. Yeah. Uh, for a while, and instead of going to the Mob Rules, they'd go into fucking to some other... Fucking, uh, Time Machine. Yeah. Yeah, I remember them going into Time Machine yeah, for a minute. What the fuck? Yeah, no, no, no. And you're right about that. Like, again, the Hellion should go into Electric Eye. It's, it's weird when yeah. it doesn't. So, at least, the very least, it's not like they've ever played that and not win an Electric Eye live. It's just, right. It's just a stupid personal gripe of mine when I have something on, like, a, you know, yeah. a mix or something. Yeah, for randomized. sure. Randomized. So I guess if I had to go with one song that I didn't like, or I guess Fever is okay. It's not, you know. And I then, like Fever, but I guess that, that could be the clunker. Right, or Pain and Pleasure is not all that yeah. great either. You know, that also, uh, you know, whatever. Stirs up the gayness, yeah. I guess. is I don't know. So those are the, so, but other than that, I mean, that's, and and basically, like, if I ever had to, if somebody said, okay, you got one album to show me what heavy metal is. I'm breaking Screaming for Vengeance out. That's a pretty fucking good pick, right yeah. there For that, I mean, Defenders of the Faith. It's you can anything you say about Screaming for Vengeance, you could pretty much say about Defenders of the Faith, also. Right. Um, Which that that could be my honorable mention for albums. Yeah. You know, because that's right there, and and Firepower <clears throat> should be too, because that's like I said, it's pretty badass. I think nice. the only <clears throat> the only song I don't like too much on um, uh, Defenders of the Faith is probably Love Bites. Oh yeah, just because there's already a fucking song called Love Bites. Yeah. Know, by uh, Def Leppard. Oh yeah. That you know, 
so you're already going to be predisposed to be like, that's right. a weird one. Right. But, and it's also, it's just like. But I think this one came out first. I don't know. It may be. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to fucking look up time. Yeah, I mean, right neither now. do I. <laughs> <laughs> but That could uh, be for next but yeah. week, a correction for next week yeah. if we need to make it. Yeah. Um, but I, I, see, I hear what you're saying, though, yeah. But and, then it's also, it's just like, it's not that great of a song, and it's just like. Yeah, it has like that a, weird interlude, which I don't really know what that's there for. It's just really, and it's the lyrics are just like, it's. Rob Halford's I'm a vampire song. Yeah. And that's all. It's just a vampire yeah. song. And, you know, if I'm going to listen to a Judas Priest song about vampires, yeah. uh, I'm probably going to listen to, like, Touch of Evil instead. <laughs> right. Um, that is kind of one thing that's fun about Priest is, um, you know, when you look at their albums, you know, you got Free Will Burn In on, on, uh, on Defenders of the Faith and the shit. Like, just every... Every several albums, Rob has to have his motorcycle song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Know? Yeah, you know, that's funny because, like, I don't think he's really a motorcycle dude. Yeah, but then the thing is, like, when he comes out um, to help him for leather, yeah. he comes out riding a motorcycle. Right. But then you have, you know, Free Will burning on this, yeah. and you have Hell Patrol. Yeah, and that's the highway. Um, then there's... Uh, there's one on one of the later ones, too. That yeah. It's definitely about, like, it's not apparent in the title Then you listen to it. It's like, oh, it's his motorcycle song again. Right. Well, there you, you go. Know, well, it's like Metallica. They had Fuel or Motor Breath. Every once in a while, they just have a race car song. <laughs> yeah. Which so. is cool, you know? I mean, because, you know what? Basically, like, I think that metal is, um, suffers, in a way, from, from, there's only certain topics that are metal. You know, you can't, like, you know, really sing about, you know, I want to go, you know, to wine country or something, yeah. you know, a fucking metal song. It just doesn't, you yeah. know, so, so yeah, motorcycles are among the fucking, you know, uh, list of approved topics, you know, along with list cars. Along with, uh, or if, you know, if you can take the man of war route with it and half your songs are just songs about metal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That works. They're, they're just like, you know, just anthems about how much they love heavy metal. Right. Um, yeah. So, anyway, uh, <laughs> that was fun. All right. Let's get into the songs a little bit. Cause okay. We're, we're, since we're trying to... To keep it down. To keep it down. And like, I don't want to end up having to break our fucking list into a two-part episode. Right, so. right, right. Yeah, I know for sure. <laughs> so, I'm going to just rattle off a couple of my honorable mentions. Okay. Um... And they're just ones that I ended up going with the top six because picking top five was too fucking hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and then honorable mentions for me. I don't know why I keep harping on this one song, but I just really kind of dig Rockarola. Okay. I don't know. There's something about it that's just fucking catchy. Yeah. You know? It's a bad riff, too. You know? See, that would be metal that song up, you know, and just kind of, you know, maybe downshifted or something with yeah. the tone. It'd be kind of like sinister sounding. Totally. Um, so Rock and Roll, it just, it's a fun fucking song. Um, even if it's Rob Halford singing about chicks. Right. Those early records with him like really covering it up. Yeah. Um, Blood Red Skies actually is going to make my uh, honorable mentions. Okay. Just, just because I don't like too much from that mini era mm-hmm. of Priest because I didn't really like the drum machine sound for most of it, but it actually really works for this one song. Mm-hmm. Just because it's got, like, you know, the more almost industrial sound to everything else, and right. then you just have the steady drum beat, just through the whole thing. And it's pretty cool, and it's, you know, after that, you know, it's on the same record as, you know, their shitty-ass Chuck Berry and stuff, so it's a pretty big drop-off. Uh, you know, on Ram It Down, but it, that's a pretty sick song. Okay. And then my last honorable mention that just barely didn't make it is Exciter. Mm-hmm. And that's for kind of setting the blueprint of what they're going to do after that. Agreed on that one. Yeah. And and uh, and that's another... Uh, when the name of a song later becomes a name that people want to name their band after... That's a good sign. 
you know, and that's and that's the case for Exciter. Yeah. And it was like the like a like a early step in a metal direction, you know. So yeah, definitely on that one. Uh, my honorable mentions are kind of weird in a sense because <clears throat> this is like what I call the Lenny list because like. I don't know, man. Me and that dude, we were like partners in so many ways. Yeah. That, uh, like, like when we would we would go when we were like doing we were selling dope and stuff, and we would hang out at strip clubs a lot. Shit. So, uh, in the strip club that we would go to, we would like um, we would like divide up the chicks. Okay. On, on like this, I, she would be on my list. She would be on your list. Yeah. You know and. Uh, and on the off chance that we did get a chance to bang them or whatever, Very you know, chance yeah, it, and we actually didn't do that bad, but uh, but um, it would be like, okay, this this is yours, this is mine, yeah. whatever, whatever. If we want to trade or whatever, whatever. But so, and that's how we were with just so many things. This is my thing, that's your thing, yeah. And and between the two of us, we'd cover it all, yeah. You know, um, so. These are the songs that either they were his jams or he like introduced them to me yeah. or I or I heard like a different version of them when he would sing them and those songs were Beyond the Realms of Death mm-hmm. and Victim of Changes. Yeah. Basically those those two and added added to that The Sinner which was a nickname that he gave me okay. when we were in Catholic school days. So between those and and obviously they're all badass fucking songs, you know, but the original version of all those songs are pretty slow mm-hmm. and pretty um, clean. Yeah, you know, so on their own they wouldn't necessarily be in my you know top thing. Mm-hmm. Of course, updated by at least in the East they rose up and then, you know, and to see them live now is 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 amazing yeah. still. <clears throat> so, who did make your list? So, my fir- my first one that made the list, I figure we'll trade off here. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number 6 one uh is uh Hellbent for Leather. All right. Um that's another one of those. They it was right there with Exciter as those like the prototype. The, mm-hmm. This is what Judas Priest is going to fucking be mm-hmm. type songs. And Hell Bent for Leather just made it just a little bit more. Um, I think for a couple reasons. One, uh, I think I just like the version on it of it on um, Unleash in the East a little bit more mm-hmm. than the version of Exciter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kicked, you know, it kicks off, you know, it's, it's doesn't kick off the album, but it's, it feels like it should kick off everything, mm-hmm. but it's a real, it's just a real fun song, um, uh, for a purely almost silly reason, uh, back in the two thousands when Guitar Hero was all the rage, mm-hmm. uh, I had the Guitar Hero Metallica edition and, uh, so it's, you know, it's all metal mm-hmm. for the most part because there's some of the songs they covered, so it had like turned the page. And shit like that. Whoa. And uh, on it because that's what Metallica covered. But it's mostly, you know, you're playing your fake elect- your fake guitar or fake drums or you can do vocals with it. And um, they pick songs from all their favorite bands for the most part. And uh, for Judas Priest, they had Hellbent for Leather mm. on it. So I kind of got attached to that song just right. playing a video game with it yeah. all the time. You know, that, that uh, intro riff... Hellbent for Leather is one of the most easy to fuck up if you're trying to play it. It's it's yeah. so because you're skipping strings. It's just really like not it's not a straightforward metal riff at all. Yeah. You know? And and the same is true of Exciter, actually, while you're bullshitting. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of weird alternate picking things and skipping strings and weird shit. But yeah, uh I like I like those and you know what? And since we're since we're going that way Exciter actually did make mine. Oh, okay. And and the reason for that is because I think that through if if you went from from day one until now, there were more days when when uh, Hellbent for Leather was one of my favorite songs yeah. than there were for Exciter. But Hellbent for Leather just kind of fell into that area of songs that I've just heard. Just played many out. fucking times, yeah. you know, um, uh, along with you know uh, 
fucking living after midnight or um, or breaking the law. Or a couple. I mean, you know, they're badass. You got another but thing it's coming. Just, yeah, you know. So they just, you know, is is not in my current top, but has definitely lived in my top yeah. for a long time. Um, okay, go ahead. Okay, uh, number five for me, uh, the the Hellion Plus Electric Eye. Okay, uh, <laughs> to get the whole, just to get the whole vibe of it. But I mean, me too. It, um, that's on mine. Yeah, I mean it, it's a fucking killer song. It's like some of these, it's gonna be hard to like go in depth on the why I like them. It's just like I like them because I fucking like them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. a great song and it was a great way to kick off uh, "Screaming for Vengeance." Mm-hmm. And basically, you know, they, they're really good at you know just kicking an album off pretty well and mm-hmm. let you know what the fuck's up. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, Hellion fucking fucking rules. And, yeah, you know, as an intro and then. Electric Eye is just such a fucking great pure metal song that mm-hmm. like was raising the bar for what they're doing. Yeah, that it's you know it's hard to fucking touch. Yeah, on that. And you know what what uh, what actually sets those songs apart too for me is that before that, I mean you know Judas Priest was on the they were at the beginning of the twin lead guitar thing anyway, but a lot of times that would just be trading off solos yeah. or whatever. On these songs, they actually, like, the rhythm part, neither one of them plays the whole rhythm part. Yeah. One of them plays one part of it, the other one plays the other part of it, and they interlock. Yeah. Which is Fucking crazy. tricky. Dude. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> and and it really gives it a, a unique sound that up to that point, you didn't really hear, you know? And so, yeah, man, and the, and the sound of the guitars, like... Um, you know when it, when when the hellion comes on, some shit's about to go down. Yeah. It's just like you can just fucking feel that shit. This isn't an intro to nothing. This is an intro to something epic. Yeah, about to happen. it's like it, because that's a pretty cool, yeah. you know, guitar lick that starts it off. So it's like, oh, this is just the intro. Yeah, how badass is this? Right, song? and it's like slow and patient mm-hmm. and prodding and fuck yeah, dude, love it. All right, so. That's two, and go ahead. All right, <laughs> since uh, I got one that uh, was on both of ours. Yeah. All right, so this one, I had to be a basic bitch with it. Uh, I had to put Breaking the Law on there. Cool. Uh, that's my number four. Is it overplayed? Certainly. Right. It's overplayed for a reason, though. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, when I hear it, I, I don't turn it off. Oh, no. You know, yeah, I'm not going to go out of my way to listen to it most of the time. Right. But if it's on, you know, the radio, you don't get a lot of priests on the radio. Mm-mm. So if it comes on, I'm going to turn it up. crank it up. Yeah, you know? fuck yeah. And at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's an overplayed song. It's a classic. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you can't fuck with the riff. It's, right. You know, yeah. It just fucking gets you like, right. yeah, this yeah. is going to be fun time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, if you're having a party, that's definitely in the mix. Yeah. That's got to be, you know? Yeah, for sure. And and you know what? And um, if the song is a is a reference in a Beavis and Butthead, yeah. you're winning. Yeah. That's that's like top of the top of the heap right there. Um, yeah. I still can't, like, I'm still, I remember one episode of Beavis and Butthead where it, where uh, they were talking about like missing Clive Burr mm-hmm. from, and I was just like, "What the fuck, <laughs> yo?" And I never been able to find that episode again, but it's in there. I swear to God, it's in there. I didn't imagine it. All right, um, so my turn. I'm gonna go with um, "Riding on the Wind." Okay. And and the, and the reason that it is because it's just like. The you know the it's just like the digging into it and the 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 motion the you know it's like a train you know and and I love that I love the the solos on it or everybody's got their their space just to do like it seems like you know it's on certain solos it seems like. They told him, okay, you've got uh, eight bars, 
make it count, you know, yeah. whatever. It seems like on these on these uh, Priest records, uh, Screaming for Vengeance and uh, Defenders of the Faith and so on, they're just like, you guys fucking have at it. Yeah. Do whatever you want, you know. Take take as much time as you like, and and they did, you know. And and dual leads back and forth. Yeah. Sound of it, fucking love it. That's what I like so much about the later era records is, you know, how you said like after, you know, they have two sick ass records and then they put out Turbo mm -hmm. and it's kind of fucking whack and mm -hmm. then it's part of like the record execs kind of fucking getting in there, being like, yeah. ah, you yeah. guys need to be a little more commercial. Right. Try this. Try um, that. I feel like since they, you know, Rob got back in the band, mm. it was just a do it. Yeah. You're you're the fucking metal gods. Yeah. Themselves out. Yeah. And if they sound like records that didn't have anyone fucking with them and telling them what to do, because mm -hmm. they just got right back to doing just straight up heavy metal. Right. That they're not, you know, they're not getting too cute with it. Totally. So. Totally. So yeah. All right. For me, this is where uh, my. I'm going to stray a little bit, I think, since some of us, you know, we got some of our more off-the-wall picks every once in a while. This one is probably influenced by me just listening to Unleashing the East a lot recently. Um, but, you know, Starbreaker off of that is making my list now. Oh, yeah. Just because it's fucking A, dude. Like, the original version of it is good. Mm -hmm. But holy shit, when they, you know, mm -hmm. the version they play on that, really, they're... They're digging into that riff, right? And it's just such yeah. a fun, just like chugging yeah, riff. Yeah, it's louder, and it's and it's faster, you know. Uh, yeah, it's it's badass. It's badass, and and Halford gets loose. Yeah, Halford gets loose on it. So it's just all around. It's a super super fun one, and it's not like a song you're gonna hear live now. Right. Um, I don't even know how, when the last time they played it live was. Yeah. It fucking might have been that. Yeah. Because it was once they started getting their hits, they really started, you know, ejecting more and more of right. the 70s material right. from the, you know, from the playlist. Yeah. So. It, it would be cool, like, for example, you know, uh, like, you know, it's the trend that bands do. But if they did an Unleashed tour... Yeah. Oh wow, that would oh, fucking be, be fuck. If they <laughs> never, if they never did play it again, that's fine. You can almost think of it like um, when a when a comedian is working on a bit and working mm -hmm. on a bit and working on a bit, and then they record their album or their mm -hmm. special, and they never fucking. And then that's it. That's it. They're not telling that joke ever. Yeah. Again. Yeah. And you you get to wait for the new shit. So right. It could be to you know in some ways unleashed in the east was that it was the perfection yeah. of what they're working at and then it's like all right now we got to do this yeah now we got to do okay all right uh, since we're on unleashed mine is the ripper from unleashed oh, that's uh, because first of all that note is oh just fuck dude you know? <laughs> and and uh, you know it was cool on the original recording but it was like obviously studio. Yeah. Trick of some kind or whatever. When now we find out that it's probably not, you know, it's not as live as we thought it was, but still, it's it's fucking badass. And it's one of those moments where I tell everybody to shut the fuck up yeah. and listen to this. Yeah. You know, and then, okay, now go about your business <laughs> again. You got to hear that. Yeah. Note. Okay. And then, you know, but but it's a badass song. And, and the thing about it that I like that is, I mean, obviously, it's about Jack the Ripper, right? Yeah. But it's kind of vague enough, you know? It's not called Jack the Ripper, you yeah. know? It's just the Ripper. You yeah. know, it could be some other Ripper, you know? It could be whatever. Whereas that's one thing that, that got, you know, like, you know, Nostradamus or, you know, a couple yeah. of other, other things that are just too specific, yeah. you know, and it just... Like Loch Ness. Yeah, like Loch Ness, yeah, <laughs> you know. You sent me that, you're like, it's like, I know he's talking about a cool, badass sea monster, it's like, right. see, it's the cartoon Nessie. Yeah, 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 <laughs> you know, so it's like, yeah, just, you know, sometimes there, you cross the little corny line, mm -hmm. you know, like I said about, you know, about like that Sunset Superman thing, Yeah. where, you know, there's, there's a lot of different things that mean Superman, that Superman yeah. can be. You know, but to me, it's fucking Superman. Superman. <laughs> you know, and and not only that, it's specifically Christopher Reeve. Yeah. So to me, like Sunset Superman is like 
Christopher Reeve sitting on the beach having a Mai Tai looking yeah. at this fucking sunset. It's you funny know, because you had hated on that song forever. Yeah, never, and that's why. I never knew why. Because yeah. I listened, I'm like, it's not that bad of a yeah, song. Yeah, it's not. Shit. It's not. It's, it's, but it's now just, that you like gave me that metal imagery of like a barefoot Christopher Reeve. Right. You know, wistfully looking at the yeah. sun. It's like, well, that's ruined. Yeah. Because uh, there's a rule uh, in just I in metal and in life. Uh, there's just barefoot dudes aren't badass. Right. You know. <laughs> it's like when you know you had that ad for I forgot who was that was it Steve Vai and like the guitar ad where he's like barefoot for oh, some yeah, reason. Yeah, and it's yeah. like nope, not cool. Yeah. Sammy Hagar on one of his albums. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't no. know. There's something about it that's super not. Uh-uh. You know, maybe maybe that's my toxic masculinity. Talking. Yeah, you know, but, I'm just but like, no, I'm with you. I'm like, with put you. Some it's shoes weird. On, yeah, it's weird. Ran, weird I mean, it would, in the middle. It would <laughs> even be weird if we were hanging out and you didn't have shoes on. Yeah, that would be fucking like, weird. Why, why? Well, it'd be weird at the library, <laughs> especially. Yeah, even more so. Like you get athletes foot in this motherfucker. It's like you falling on hard times, man. <laughs> Are you just at the library uh, all the time? Yeah. <laughs> just like being comfortable, bro. Yeah, well, what? so we're back. Uh, the Hit the Light podcast featuring fuck barefoot dudes. Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, okay. For foot fetish <laughs> fans as well. Yeah. All right. That's a thing. It's, uh, you know, let's not get too deep into foot fetishes, but uh, that is not a thing that exists both ways. Yeah. You don't see a chick on the Oh, look at his feet. Yeah. Anytime I'm talking to a chick that has a foot fetish, it's like she likes getting her toes sucked. Right, right, right. Kind of thing. Like, it's never like, let me suck that dude's feet. Yeah, no. And I wouldn't let you. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. Hot takes on the Hit the Light podcast today. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) We're getting loose. Loosey goosey. All right. (laughs) So. Shit got weird for a minute. My turn or your turn? I think that was start off is what the fuck was well, that? I've got two more here for some. I got reason. two more also. Okay, so I guess it's my turn. Okay, uh, I guess it's uh, my turn, your turn, my turn, your turn. Right, is that what we're doing? Okay, cool. Um, well, you know what? Since we only got a few minutes left, you do your two, and then I'll do my two. Okay, my two. Uh, number two is uh, Hell Patrol from Painkiller. Okay, uh, I'm trying to get a balance mix in there. And uh, as much as I like Painkiller, I think Hell Patrol uh, tops it for just the the badass song on a mm-hmm. very badass record. Yeah, if we were doing uh, the best song from each record, that would make my it. Uh, um, and I think I kind of like it for a similar reason to uh, that you like the Ripper. Um, just the very end, he hit some fucking notes on mm-hmm. that, and it keeps going up. So Ripper is cool for one note, just yeah. <laughs> But Hell Patrol fucking has, like, you know, that whole last verse, he gets higher every fucking line mm-hmm. until he's screaming Hell Patrol at the end. And yeah. So that's my my uh, number two song on there. Uh, that's my, uh, if you want to hear Rob Halford going absolutely fucking wild on a song, I mm-hmm. picked that. My number one song, uh, it was tough to, it's very tough to pick a number one mm-hmm. Judas Priest song. Uh, I'm fucking going with the Sentinel. Okay. Um, it's probably not a popular choice for a long. I don't think anybody dislikes it. Mm-hmm. There's just something about the riff, the lyrics, everything, the imagery he's mm-hmm. putting off in the song, mm-hmm. and just his voice in it that just mm-hmm. propels it to like this is like peak priest of that era to me. Right. Um, almost dampened by the fact that you know once you start looking at the fucking whack-ass album cover that mm-hmm. you think that that shitty fucking child-drawn looking motherfucking yeah. thing is the Sentinel. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's a weird thing. I don't know what it but, is. But, uh, once you, because you mentioned it, I was like, yeah, that's kind of a bullshit record album. And I kind of started looking at it. I started looking at what it's describing in the song. I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. This guy drew what Rob was singing about, but he drew it like shitty. Yeah. It wasn't, <laughs> but, yeah. But that's what fucking It was a bad is. interpretation. Yeah, but it's, that's why fucking like never get tired of it, priest jam. Right. Well, there you go. That is actually on mine also. There we and, go. And and uh, it's and my the, I didn't really do them in any particular order, but my final two that I'm going to talk about are the Sentinel and Freewheel Burning. There we go. And the reason for both of them is because first of all, they just sound so metal. 
Yeah. Like everything metallic about it, you know? And the, and then um, Halford shows his fucking range. And they and each each one of those songs has like <clears throat> ten parts to it. Yeah. You know, and each part is like essential, you know. And some other bands that are less um, that riffs come less easier to, they might have made five songs out of the Sentinel. Oh, or yeah. five songs out of Free Wheel Burning. But these dudes got so much riffs coming out their ass, they can just pack ten riffs into one song. You know, and those are those songs. And the leads are incredible and back and forth, fucking trying to top each other and shit. Yeah. And that's what I love. You know, that's what I think like twin leads should be. Yeah. You know, and uh, and I think those are the best examples. And I really think that at the top of their game, Priest was the best example of what dual leads should be. Yeah. You know, Iron Maiden's also right there, close, but to me, not as, uh, they didn't have that one-upmanship um, yeah. component that Priest has. I'd give it, you know, I'd say Priest uh, did that great, like you said, Iron Maiden, um, Thin Lizzy. Thin Lizzy did a great uh, also. Did a great also. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and you know what, and and uh, and they had the guitar players for it as yeah. well. Um, I sometimes don't like, sometimes like, I overlook like Thin Lizzy or UFO or other bands that are less metal, mm -hmm. you know. But the thing is, is that the bands that we, the metal bands that we like, loved those bands. Yeah. So there, it is in the in the DNA, yeah. you know. And yeah, definitely Thin Lizzy was, and, and, and Thin Lizzy was, they uh, they were masters of the. You know harmony, yeah, and shit like that, which Priest also did yes. really well. But um, yeah, man, I think we killed it on the songs, fucking, you know. And I've been listening to the cool thing is I've been listening to Priest for the last two weeks, yeah, and I'm not tired of it. Same, you know, uh, I dig it. I, I just I dig all to, of it. Yeah, I just listened to Firepower again today. Yeah, uh, at work. Yeah, I've got it in the car, but 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 my uh, iPod ran out of juice, so I'm just on the radio yeah. right now. But yeah, I had it in the car right now. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, with Priest, I mean, obviously there's there's a question mark on what they're gonna do in the in the Glenn Tipton spot. You know, mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I mean, for this tour, it's going to be Andy Sneap. Yeah. You know? And you know what? Maybe after a year of touring under his belt, maybe he's fucking gotten more up to speed, yeah. you know? I think... Here, here, here's my take on it. Um, if Glenn... It, when, if and when he progresses to the point where he just can't play, mm -hmm. period, mm -hmm. like he can't even play on the record, I think that's when it's time for Priest to hang it up. Right. Um Get like a replacement dude for like one last tour, right? Maybe parade Glenn out to mm -hmm. wave at the people. Yeah. I don't know. That's just kind of fucking sad. That's yeah, like I mean the, it is. That's you know? when like Muhammad Ali came out to light the Olympic torch in '96. Right, it's shaky. Right, but at the same time, he gets to say bye to the fans. But yeah. like, I think at some point, you gotta tap out when you can still fucking go. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, fucking. You know, not a lot of bands do that. No. Uh, Rush was fucking Rush one, did one it. of the few ones. Yeah. Like, if you, you have can, to be financially secure to do it. Yeah. You know, that, I, I, there's no way that Judas Priest is not financially secure. Oh, yeah, totally. So I think, you know, you don't want to leave the party too late. Like, mm -hmm. if, if you can't, if you're just flat out, if none of the... You know, key members mm -hmm. are really there anymore. You have to keep replacing everyone. Mm -hmm. uh, that's when it's time to you know tap right. out because there's nothing. There's no point in seeing a Judas Priest with like a Rob Halford that just flat out can't hit any of the notes right. anymore. Right. There's no point in seeing it without you know Glenn Tipton and KK Downing. Yeah. You know completely. Now um, you know you know. Uh, uh, Scott Travis and fucking Richie Faulkner are like, fuck that, let's go on. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, I mean, the Scott Travis has been in the band for a million fucking years at this point, too. Right. So. Yeah, He's but been... he doesn't write songs. Yeah. So they ain't, uh, that money ain't there. Yeah. So you know, true. I don't know. But, um, but yeah, man, you know, and, and, and you know what? If you found the right guy, 
Because somewhere out there, there's a dude who's like a fucking Glenn Tipton fanatic. Yeah. And fucking can play that shit to the fucking bone and would, but probably will never get heard. Yeah. You know? But if you could find the right dude, it could be done. It's been yeah. done, you know? I mean, uh, I was never the biggest KK Downing fan, but when I heard he was leaving, I thought, oh, well, Uh-oh. that's going to be rough. That's going to yeah. be hard to find a dude, but they found a dude. So, well, you know. I think, you know, from what I gather for Richie Faulkner, you can fucking slot him into the, the oh, Glenn spot he's a probably. And just fucking have Andy Sneed play the KK parts. I don't fucking know. You could. You know, put put the better guitar yeah. in the better guitarist Bring slot. back KK. You Bring know? back KK and slide, uh, slide, uh. Well, I mean, yeah, he he seems to want back in, he sure but does. he seems to not do it in a way that in, in, involves uh, right. You know, it's funny because like, it's funny because like we don't re- we don't know like the dynamic within yeah. the band, and there could be like you know that's just the way he's always been with them, and yeah. he feels like he should be able to continue to be that way because that's he's Ken, you know, and fucking whatever, but. Um, Ken and Glenn, that's funny. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, you know, it all depends. Because the thing is, is they're, they're making a record. It doesn't seem like they're ready to go anywhere. They, yeah. You know, Ian Hill's talking about touring with Maiden and yeah. plans. He got, they got plans. Uh, you know, if, they're fuck, if they do it, I'm seeing that shit for oh, sure. Oh, fuck, yeah. No I'll, I'll travel for that if I have to. Yeah. I'll travel to L.A. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's about, yeah, that's about but, it. But, uh, no, that's, that's on my... If they if they tour Priest with Maiden one last time, yeah. I'm fucking there. Oh, that's yeah. just all there is to it. Oh, yeah. All right. So that wraps up our episode uh, three on Judas Priest. Um, next week, we'll be back with a semi-metal, semi-comedy uh, episode on the phenomenon that is Spinal Tap. All right. And so that should be cool. Until the next one, this is me, Big Frog. Me, Mike Castleberry. And we're out.